here today. It is God who has made it possible and God who has appointed you to be here. He has something he wants to deposit in your life before you leave here. You didn't hear me well. I said God has it forever. So it's good you are in our midst. And I also want you to know that the Holy Spirit is also in our midst. Amen. Amen. Today is a good day for me because um, I've been looking forward to this day. The moment um, myself and my, I'm not the only person who usually plans the caravan and the rest. Usually sit and then we plan answers and the rest. When we decided that we wanted to invite someone for um, our very first retreat for um, this period. Donated with all of us. And then we decided that we would take it into prayers and everything. And I spoke to him. And then he also agreed that he will be here. And today we have him in our midst. Hallelujah. In the next few minutes, I'll introduce him properly. And then he will come and take over. It's someone who was also with us here. Um, I remember when I was here. I think they were the badge after. No, before, is it before? No. So I was ahead of you. I was ahead of you by one. Yes, so he was behind me. And one thing I admire about him is, you see, during our days, we all try to do something. Every year group tries to do something. And I remember in their days, he stood out. The reason why I'm saying that he stood out was because he was able to mobilize his people and they formed a group. We also formed a group, but our group didn't stand the test of time. But their group, soldiers of the cross, if I'm right, and he was the founder of that particular group. And listen, this group was very firm. I don't know, maybe some of you have heard, I pray Ghana. How many of you have heard about it before, I pray Ghana? Yes. So he's the founder of that group, and they used to organize um, annual events, and it was, I pray Ghana, we only meet and then we pray for Ghana. And he's been doing that consistently until COVID um, hit us. I think I'm talking too much now. Um, I would like us to be on our feet, not unto man, but unto God. And with a clap offering, let's welcome, he's a pastor, Pastor Samonyako of ICGC, Karis Temple. Let's give it unto God. Not unto man. Today is going to be a blessing unto you. God bless you. Hallelujah. Oh, hallelujah. If that was for me, please give a bigger and a bigger shout unto God. I think, I think, I think Uncle Bijou can shout better than this. Uncle Bijou can jump better than this. Am I feeling so, so energetic, ready for the Holy Ghost, ready for the Word of God, ready for the Spirit of God? Turn uh, to your neighbor and say, don't be the suspect. Don't be the suspect. Don't be the suspect. 
because I am ready for the Holy Ghost this afternoon. Say, I am ready for the move of God this afternoon. Say, I'm ready for the power of God this afternoon. If you believe, clap your hands and add another shout. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Please take your seat. We have some few things to do. Hallelujah. Wow. It's a blessing to be here. And I want to sincerely thank Uncle Bijou. Please let's put our hands together. He has not he has not adopted me, but I have adopted him as my father. So <laughs> and it's been I think it's been about uh, 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 about 16 to 17 years since I've known him and this 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 is even older than some of you like twice your age and this is how far and how long I've been under his blessing and I want to thank all those all the aunties who are here I'm seeing some known faces and I'm seeing some old faces as well and I want to say a very big thank you for for doing what you are doing it's it's in fact it's a blessing to see a different face of youth each and every time seeing how far God has brought some of us all right I mean I mean someone like me I was right behind the keyboard and I think we were the first batch of the band for the youth church for this church for for the whole ICC Calvary Temple we're the first batch and this is how far God has brought us and I believe that God is taking us further and I know that the same God that has brought us this far is going to take you further say amen so thank you Uncle Nicholas, Uncle Solo, everyone, uh, Auntie Delfina, Auntie Jifa, Auntie Elsie, all those I don't, I'm not so used to your name and all that. Thank you so much. And please, please let's put our hands together for them. <laughs> clap your hands. <laughs> Hallelujah. And also clap your hands for yourself as well for being here. Because you will not be the same again. Clap your hands if you believe it. You will not be the same again. Hallelujah. All right. So I have about about uh, 30 minutes. Then we pray. And I'll be out of here. But before we leave here, God will touch you. Turn to your neighbor and say, God will touch you. In fact, I want to see by hands those who have come to see a friend. You've come to see a friend. You, like you called a friend that oh, let's meet at Sin Chapel. Like you are here because of that. You, you sent a WhatsApp. That, oh, it's been a while. Let's meet at Tin Chapel at the prayer retreat. But let me see by hands those who are here to see God. Let me see by hands those who are here to experience God. Let me see by hands those who are here to hear from God. Let me see by hands those who are here to receive a touch from God. You shall receive it before you live here. I say you shall receive it before you live here. One thing I want you to do is to receive whatever is declared over your life. Because there is a point in the kingdom of God that you must be taught the principles of God. And there is another thing in the kingdom of God that you must catch, say catch, say catch. You see, when you go for, you go for a wedding and it is time to throw the, uh, um, the uh, bouquet, they don't call you to tell you what it is. They don't explain what this thing is. But somewhere, somehow, 
the bride will stand at a place where she will just throw it. And whoever will catch it is the one supposed to take after the blessing of the bride. So there are some things that you must catch with your spirit. You must catch by shouting a big amen. You must believe and it will be attracted to you. It's not everything that can be taught. The power of God cannot be taught. It must be caught with a hungry spirit. And all those who are here, I believe that God is going to touch you this afternoon. Your life will not be the same. Your life will not be the same. Something about you will change. Every fear will leave you. Every timidity will leave you. Anything that makes you think that you are nobody, God's power will come over you. And God is going to lift you to a place where you will be a light unto many. Shout a big amen. Oh, Jesus. All right. It is um, supposed to be a prayer retreat, so I will not teach much. I'll just share something small, they will pray. The theme is at thy word. Somebody say at thy word. Say at thy word. Let's pray. Father, in the name of Jesus, we thank you for such a time as this. We thank you, Lord, that we will not be the same again. We thank you, Lord, that your presence is here. Holy Spirit, touch us and let us know that our lives have been transformed. In Jesus' name. Amen. All right. So, at thy word. And the theme, the theme text is Luke 5, verse 5. Luke 5, verse 5. Okay, let's see right from verse 1 to verse 5. Please, I want, I want the scripture on the board. So, I'll just, I'll just read it through and I'll come back. The Bible says that so it was at, as the multitude pressed about him to hear the word of God. Everybody take note. He says that it came to pass. I think you can give me King James. King James version. King James. He says that and it came to pass. King James. Please can I have King James quickly? Do you have it? And it came to pass that as the people pressed upon him to hear the word of God, he stood by the lake of Gennesaret. He says that it came to pass that people pressed to hear the word of God. There is coming a time that there will be a strange hunger in the lives of the youth to yearn and to go hard after God. They say there is coming a time that people will, will seek after God like never before. The Bible says that it came to pass. Can I tell you something? It is going to come to pass that in your time, in your moment, in your generation, people will yearn after God like we have never seen before. I said people will long after God like we have never seen before. People will desire after God like we have never seen before. The Bible said that and it came to pass that as the people pressed upon him to hear the word of God, he stood by the lake of Gennesaret. Verse 2. The Bible said that and, and saw two ships standing by the lake. But the fishermen were gone out of them and were washing their nets. Verse 3. And he entered into one of the ships, which was for Simon or Simon's, and prayed him that he would. Okay, I think from here you can give me New King James Version so that. <laughs> because it looks like it looks like you are hearing a fairy tale. So <laughs> let, me, let me use the New King James Version. 
Then he got into one of the boats, which was Simon's, and asked him to put out a little from the land. It means that push the boat from, from the shore a bit further. Then he says that, and he sat down and taught the multitudes from the boat. Verse number four. When he had stopped speaking, he said to Simon, launch out into the deep and let down your nets for a catch. Verse five. But Simon answered and said to him, master, you see, everyone look on the screen and follow the story. But Simon answered and said to him, Master, we have toiled all night and caught nothing. Nevertheless, at your word, I will let down my net. And I think that this is where the thing came from. Nevertheless, at your word. Say at your word. Say at your word. Verse 6. Verse 6, quickly. And when they had done this, they caught a great number of fish. And their net was breaking. Verse 7. So they signaled to their partners in the other boat to come and help them. And they came and filled the boat. And they came to fill both the boats so that they began to sink. Verse 8. When Simon Peter saw it, he fell down at Jesus' knees, saying, Depart from me, for I am sinful. I am a sinful man, O Lord. Verse 9. For he and all who were with him were astonished or they were shocked or they were amazed and surprised at the catch of the fish which they had taken. Verse 10. And so also were James and John and the sons of Zebedee who were partners with with Simon. And Jesus said to Simon, do not be afraid from now on, you will catch men. I end the reading of the text. The word of God is the foundation of all things. The Bible said in the book of 1 Corinthians chapter 3 verse number 11 to verse 13. It says that there is no other foundation that can be laid aside which that has been laid which is Jesus Christ. It means that when when somebody wants to start his life or begin his journey into destiny, he must establish his life on the principles of God's word. The word of God is like the foundation. It's like this building, we are on the fourth floor. Why? Because of the strength of the foundation. There are some flat buildings that cannot go up onto the fourth floor. Why? Because of their foundation. So so he's saying that the word of God is, is the foundation which all things are built on. It is the platform on which everything evolved out from. It is the, it is the platform which all things were made. The Bible says in the book of God, verse 2, the same was with him in, in the beginning, or he was in the beginning with God. All things were made through him and without him, nothing was made. That was made. It means that, technically, everything you see now was made out of the word of God. Whatever you have heard of that has a name was made out of the word of God. The trees, the rivers, 
the animals, whatever has a name, including humans. You see, when God wanted to make the fish, he spoke to the sea, and the word of God entered the sea and brought out fish. Because the fish's life is made or meant to be from the word of God. When God wanted to bring out the trees, he spoke to the earth, and the earth gave the glory of your future is embedded or is hidden or is it is dependent on the word of God. You cannot see your future outside the picture of the word of God. If you want to see how your life will turn out, it means that you must look into the word of God and see what God has intended for you. Anyone that will start building his life out of the word of God will not end up the way God has intended. And test after the word of God. Something of God, a fire from heaven will enter your heart and you will begin to seek the word of God. Why? Because in the word of God is your destiny. In the word of God is your future. In the word of God is the glory of God concerning your life. Nobody can have a building without a foundation. You are thinking of sign and the idea and the blue and, and the whole picture of your future is in the word of God. I want to just share this and I'll come back to our main text. The Bible said that in some Psalm number 33 verse 6 the Bible said that by the word of the Lord the heavens were made and all this, God wanted the place to be. So he sent forth his word. And the heavens came out of the word of God. Do you want to see the picture of your life? It is in the word. Whatever you have desired to be in life. If I ask everybody, everybody here. In fact, nowadays we have this, this thing called, we call the, um, what's the name? Uh, career day in school. <laughs> and the school that my uh, my daughter goes to uh, Fountainhead. I could be you. Over eighty percent of those who came were dressed in in, in a, a doctor's robe. Eighty percent. Then the next was was I think a lawyer's. The, the, then the next was I think surgeons. Then engineers. It should tell us that it is something that God has placed in us. A spirit in us is telling us that our life is greater than what it is now. So we can have an idea even if we have not gotten there. We can have an image in our mind, an image in our spirit. Something within us will tell our parents that I want to become this and they must direct us to the word of God. Why? Because out of the word of God, the instructions to that identity you want to have is embedded in. In this generation, the Bible says that from the text we read, Luke 5 from verse 1, he says that people are desiring the word of God. They pressed, they were reaching out to the word of God. Why? Because when people begin to know that life cannot be outside the word of God, life cannot be outside the word of God, then they will seek after the word of God. What is God saying? What has God said? If we build your life, if you build your life according to the word of God, you cannot go wayward. 
So then when I saw all, all these these careers in the school, Uncle Nick, I was thinking about the fact that those who are wayward now, they also had a desire in their heart. There are some, there are some friends of mine who are drug addicts and have gone wayward. Some have died out of lifestyles that led them into danger and destruction. But I know that they all had a desire. But you see, those who follow the word of God, you may think that it is boring to read the word of God. You may think that it is boring to, if, to follow the instructions that are given in this place. One thing I know about this place is that instructions will be given. Anyone that does not follow instructions will be wayward. If you are somebody who struggles to follow the instruction of the word of God, you will not end up the way God wants you to end up. But I pray for you in the name of Jesus that a hunger for the word of God will be placed in your heart because outside the word of God is destruction. Outside the word of God is darkness. The Bible said that his word is a lamp unto our feet and a light unto our path. There is a journey we are going on and it, it takes the word of God to show you the way. Show you the light. Place your right hand on your heart and say, Lord, give me a hunger for your word. Say, Lord, give me a hunger for your word. Say, Lord, give me a hunger for your word. I'm not hearing anything. Say, God, give me a hunger for your word. Psalm 1, 1, 3, 8, verse 2. Watch this. Psalm 1, 3, 8, verse 2. It's a very important scripture. So it was, as the but know, I will, I will worship toward your holy temple and praise your name for your loving kindness and your truth. For you have magnified your word above all your name. Let me explain this to you. Somebody come. You come. This will change your life. Now, this is God. Listen. What he says is that even though his word belongs to him, what he has done is that he has magnified his word above himself so that he is a slave to his word. It means that whatever his word instructs him to do, that's what he will do. The Bible says that all power belongs to God and he has place it in his word which has been magnified above himself so God has submitted himself to the power he has placed in his word and all power that can transform a family, your family that you have been trusting God for your destiny looks like or your life in school looks like there is nothing good to write home about God is saying that there is all power placed in his word and he God has submitted himself to that word how much more man? So it means that I will tell you a story about how I struggled in school, in high school. Please sit down. Please clap for him. Please sit down. I struggled so much with math. <laughs> and I think I told, I told Uncle Biju years back. 
I was so bad in math that that math knew me. You know, you know when you know each other, you know that you don't like this course, and the course who knows that it doesn't like you, you don't like each other. Then I went into high school. First year or form one. I think I had a, I had I had below D. Then form two. First thing, I began to get understanding into the potency of the word of God. Then I applied it to my life. Because whatever God has said concerning your, your life, what's your name? What is in the word of God. And he's saying that if you can see what I have said concerning that subject, that cause that you are struggling to understand, if, if you can see that I have given you authority, if you have authority over snakes and scorpions, how much more chemistry? How much more emath? It is the power of God that comes upon the mind of a man to open the man's mind and cause him to understand that which other people cannot understand. So I took the, the word of God in form two. Then I gave myself to the word of God. Then I went back to the same thing that I was failing in. Let me tell you something. How much? I, I, I'm, I'm see by hands those who know, know Akiola. I'm, I'm sure. I'm sure by now we have left. Oh, okay. So it's still. I mean, it's still in the system, right? Akiola. Uh, is it that that book, like a uh, book of life, the big one, <laughs> the very big one. I took this book. Started reading it myself, Auntie Elsie, and I finished it by the end of Form 2. And in Form 3, I began to teach those who were topping in class. You, did, you see, the way you are clapping, you didn't understand. So I'm looking at the side that understand what I'm saying. You are not tall in class, you are not the least in class. It is the word of God that has not been exposed to you. The Bible is saying that he has made us the head and not the tail. You will not know that you are the head until you submit yourself to the power of the word of God. He has made us holy unto himself. So you will be living in sin as long as you don't give yourself to the word of God. He has made us kings and priests and we are living lives as beggars, as slaves in sin, sexuality, immoral sexuality. And we are living there because of the word of God that has not come alive. You are wondering why you, are, you, you can't break away from that addiction. This afternoon, any addiction that has mistakenly come with you in this place will be broken. You are not saying the amen. You see, see. I, I could be you. It's like, it's like whenever you meet young people and you are saying things that, that they know that you know. They will not want you to know that they know it. <laughs> there are some addictions that are going to break. Because the power of the word of God. The Bible said that all power. Somebody shout all power. First Peter chapter 5 verse number 11. He said that for all power belongs to God. Now and forever. All power. Power is the force that breaks every resistance. Whatever is in your way to your greatness in destiny. The power in the word of God will break it. I didn't hear you, your loudest amen. 
some of you there is no one that in your family there is no no doctor in your family there is no one who is in a place of power the best they have is a diploma and it looks like you are on your way to break that sequence for some of you you have certain great people but they are not the standard it is the word of god that is saying that you will be greater than those that have gone ahead of you it is the word of god so it gives you an idea of what god expects from you so that you will not settle for what you are seeing in your family you may think you have it in your family but there is more to achieve there is more to possess there is more to do there is there are more lives to impact is the word of god now i go back to the main text establishing this foundation i'll just briefly run through the text then we pray i think i have about 45 minutes more i'm on time please let's go back to luke 5 verse 5. within the next 15 minutes when i ask you to pray you are going to feel free and focus on the prayer and pray as though your life depends on it. Why? Because truly your life depends on the word of God. If you are outside the word of God, you are outside the plans of God and the promises of God. The Bible says that but from verse from verse 1 let me run through. So you see the multitudes please wake him up. You can't sleep in this, in this meeting. Are you sleeping? Don't sleep. The multitudes were going after. They pressed after. They went after Jesus to hear the word of God that he stood by the lake of Gennesaret. Verse 2. And saw two boats standing by the lake. But the fishermen had gone from them and were washing their nets. Let me show you this. If you want to see those who fish, all right, What's your name? Amarisa. Fishermen don't fish in the daytime. Why? Because the fishes don't come up in the daytime. They come up in the cool of the day at night. When the water surface is cool, then they pop up. So they go a fishing at night. In the morning when they come, then they, they come home to wash their nets. They wash it from all the salty water and all the why because it, it, it can rust the, the net or it, 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 I mean it can tear the net because of uh, corrosion. So he's saying that they had attempted to achieve something at night, and Bible said that they had caught nothing, and they were washing their net as a sign of giving up. Washing their net meant that they had given up on their attempt, and they'll try again the next night. And Jesus comes to speak to the crowd. But give me your boat. The very boat and the very thing that you are tempted with. Let me reach out to a bigger group of people. And then I'll sort you out. The Bible says that there were two boats. As there are many lives here. There are many lives here. Every life here is standing in for a boat. He said that and he saw two boats. But he went in for the one that belonged to Peter or Simon. Today, if, if, if you are the life that can give, in fact, you are the one that can give your life up to the purpose of the word of God, you'll be amazed what the scripture is going to show us later. 
So this is the whole idea. Okay. They came back from night and they came to wash their net. And Jesus took their boat and he began to preach. And Peter told him that. No. And Jesus said, I think verse, verse number three. Then he got into one of the boats, one of the boats, one of the lives, one of the youth, one of the team that are available here this afternoon, that are ready to receive from God this afternoon. The Bible said that then he got into one of the boats, one of the available and accessible boats, which was for, for Simon. May you be that boat that Jesus is coming to this afternoon. I said, may you be that boat that Jesus will use for a bigger picture this afternoon. The Bible said that, and asked him to put out a little from the land. And he sat down and taught the multitudes from the boat. Jesus was given the platform to reach out for his agenda. Verse number four. When he had stopped speaking, he said to Simon, launch out into the deep and let down your nets for a catch. Verse five. But Simon answered and said to him, Master, <laughs> I am a fisherman and you are a, pa you are a pastor. I have gone at night and no fish, not even shrimps, popped up their head. Not even one man thousand <laughs> came up and, and fell into my net. But he's saying that at thy word. Let me tell you what happened. In the end, this was in the morning, Uncle Bijou. This was in the day, not at night. So I've explained to you that it is at night that they go out fishing. They, in the day, they come back and wash their nets. So the fishes don't show up in the daytime. The group of fishes. But he's saying that as soon as Jesus said, launch out into the deep and catch a harvest. Because out of the word of God, in the beginning, he spoke to the sea and the fishes came out from the sea. It is the same word he spoke in the morning, the time that there was no fish. So the fishes heard the voice of their master pop up into the net. Can I tell you something? By the word of God, whatever your family has been looking for, whatever is missing in your destiny, whatever is missing in your life, by the word of God, is coming to pass. Somebody came here for, for his family. Please lead me straight. Everyone be on your feet. Straight. Let me finish up this scripture. There we go. So, everybody watch me. I want to explain this one. Then we'll pray for, we'll, for long. We'll pray for about 20 minutes or 30 minutes long, for, for long. Then I'll pray for, for us. So you see, the very course and subject that you filled in, when you surrender your life to the word of God, you go back. But the instruction was, Launch up, launch out into the deep. You are going to obey the word of God and go deeper in 
your studies and see what you catch. And he says that verse number six. Everybody look. You, you can look on that screen. And when they had done this, they caught a great number of fish and their net was breaking. It means that as long as you can avail yourself to the impact and the influence of the word of God, you will have abundance of blessings, abundance of glory, abundance of that which you have, you have that is lost in your life. Whatever is missing in your life can go into abundance when you respond to the influence of the word of God. And it says that, verse number seven, so they signaled to their partners in the other boat, impact over the life of your friends will only come when you have surrendered to the word of God. He's saying that the boat was breaking. They had so much excellence in what they were filling in. I'm using my story as an example. In the same place I filled in, I had so much excellence. So much so that in my third year, I had the capacity and the abundance of understanding to teach those who were still learning. As I said, I finished the book in second year. And even in third year, our teacher did not finish the book by teaching us. He didn't finish it. But I finished it. Why? Because I surrounded my mind to the word of God. And at his word, I went deeper. I stayed up at night when my friends were sleeping. I brought in holiness. Let me tell you something. Let me tell you something. I mentioned that I started as a keyboardist. And I kept going deeper in the word of God. Going deeper in prayer. Going deeper in fasting. Can I tell you something? At your age, I fasted a whole semester. Uncle Bijou, there, were, if, there was one whole year. I put my tummy down one whole year. I was fasting for a nation, a strange nation. It was a burden that came on my heart. You see, if you want to see the greatness that you want to see, you must go deeper in whatever the word of God instructs you to do. Every instruction, I know that in this place, there is constant Bible studies. I know. And all our instructions that must be followed into details. If you want to see the glory of God, it doesn't come by chance. If you want to see yourself in the office, in that great place, as a judge, as a lawyer, Thank God we have an, an example in this house as the CJ came out from this same place. It gives us an example to what God can do because the Attorney General can come from this very meeting. The Attorney General of Ghana can come from this meeting all because we are going to give ourselves. Turn to your brother and say, go deeper. Go, go deeper. Shall go deeper. Say, go deeper. In your holiness, go deeper. You see, back then, you see, back then, we didn't used to hug. We used to hug, hug, I mean, chest faced. We didn't hug like this. <laughs> if you meet a lady, if you meet a sister, oh, bless you. <laughs> it was, come, come, I think, I think they didn't see us. Come, come, come on stage, let me show them something. <laughs> Why? Because... When something can bend you, 
Don't put your hand there to see if it can bend. Say, oh, you see, <laughs> you see flame. That could be you. You see flame and say, oh, does this one bend? And let me see if, if, if it will cost me a scar. Ayatabakata. So, we see a fine sister like this. And we have, bless you. Today, Ghana, today, youth, their legs are hugging, their hands are hugging, and they stay there for like two minutes. What are you doing there? Is that a pillow? My brother, is he a hug? Is he a hug? Please sit down. Go deeper in holiness. The Bible says that, you see, you use to fornicate when you go to bed with an with a girl if if you are not married but jesus came to tell us that we should go deeper in the sense that if you lustfully think of another girl or a girl you have committed the same fornication it is called go deeper you must be sanctified in your mind sanctified in your heart sanctified in your soul Consciously living according to the principles of God, then you will see the big harvest. Until your net breaks, the nations will not hear from you. I don't think you heard it. The other boat that was trusting for a fish was waiting for the breaking of net of the boat of Simon. God wants to do something in your life, but until it gets to the abundance, your neighbors will not receive it. Your friends will not receive it. Your family will not receive it. It all begins from you. Somebody shall go deeper. If you are dying in your place of quiet time, go deeper. Move from 5 minutes to 30 minutes. Move from 30 minutes to 1 hour. If you are dying in your place of fasting and you are starting, <laughs> I know that some of us, <laughs> some of us, we can start fasting. We can start fasting from 6 a.m. and break at 8 a.m. Hey, someone shout hey. Shout hey. Anybody who is not shouting hey is a suspect. Someone shout hey. You start fasting at 6 a.m. By 12 o'clock, something is dancing in your stomach. You will begin to see the way to the kitchen. And you just go past there and look at what is on the fire. Looking at what's on the fire. Something is burning. Nothing is burning. It's your stomach that is burning. You must go deeper in fasting. I can tell you that what you are seeing here, I've not told this to Uncle Biju. We used to go to, we used to go to uh, Achimota Forest when I was seven years, eight years, nine years, tarrying in prayer. And here we are, 14 years. All we know is the sights that destroys people. And the people that we call celebrities, that are not role models. We are so exposed to the knowledge of the world and we have little idea of what the word of God is telling you. If I ask you, what is God telling you today? You say, oh, my ears are closed. I don't hear God's voice because I'm, I'm too young. God spoke to Samuel. And the Bible said that in the season where the voice of God was not heard, God spoke to Samuel. There is a Samuel in this place. There is a young person in this place. 
the voice of God will come to you. The voice of God will come to you. Shall go deeper. Shall go deeper. In your Bible studies, go deeper. In your love for others, go deeper. In your giving to God, go deeper. In your holiness, go deeper. In your fasting, go deeper. In your studies, go deeper. And you will see a bounty harvest. You will see a bounty harvest. The Bible says that Jesus told them, launch out into the deep. And, and Simon and Simon obeyed the voice of God. The word of God. Obedience is what is going to cause you to see the power of God in his word. The promises of God concerning your life. We are going to pray a certain prayer. Any spirit of disobedience that has clouded the hearts of the youth minus us this afternoon. I don't know who I'm speaking to, but there are people who have had instructions in this place and you are still living the opposite of the instructions. There are people who have heard the voice of God and the, and the word of God and we are li not living according to the expectations of the word of God. It is called the spirit of disobedience. It's the first thing we'll pray against, then we'll go into something else. Lift up your right hand. Say in the name of Jesus. Shout in the name of Jesus. Say, oh God. Say, oh God. This afternoon, Say this afternoon, oh God, oh God, take away, take away the spirit, the spirit of disobedience in my heart. Say, Lord, whatever, whatever causes me, causes me not to obey your instructions, whatever causes me causes me not to follow not to follow your word your word your word your word oh god oh god take it away take it away take it away take it away the spirit the spirit sound the spirit the spirit of disobedience, of disobedience in my mind in my mind and in my heart and in my heart today 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 take it away right now right now lift up your voice and pray feel free and move around feel free and move around and pray don't look at anybody pray come on and pray come on and pray say Lord whatever causes me to dishonor your way whatever causes me to disobey Every Every Somebody pray, pray, pray. We know how stubborn you are. We know how disobedient you are. We know how hard 
in his life if he had not walked in, in obedience. It takes the spirit of obedience to cause your destiny and your future to reflect the word of God. We are going to pray in the next 15 minutes. 15 minutes. I told you that it's, it's a prayer time. Yeah. So feel free and pray. I don't want to see anybody standing there and pocketing. Why? Because your glory, the glory of your future is dependent on this scripture. If you are willing and obedient, Samuel, you will enjoy every promise that God has given you. Every instruction that God gives you. What's your name? Rosetta. God, whatever instruction God has given to you in his word, if you are willing and obedient, the glory over your life will come forth. Amen. 
Lift up your right hand. Say the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Shout in the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Say, Oh God. Oh God. Shout, Oh God. Oh God. I receive. I receive. Shout, I receive. I receive. The spirit. The spirit of obedience. Of obedience. In this season. In this season. As I wait on you. As I wait on you. In prayer and fasting. In prayer and fasting. Shout, I receive. I receive. Shout, I receive. I receive. The spirit. The spirit of obedience. Of obedience. To your your word. To your word. Say Lord. Let the Holy Ghost. Let the Holy Ghost. Let the Holy Ghost. Let the Holy Ghost. That causes. That causes. That causes. A man. A man. A man. A man. To obey. To obey. The word. Your word. Of God. Of God. Let the power. Let the power. Of the Holy Ghost. Of the Holy Ghost. Let the power. Let the power. Of the Holy Ghost. Of the Holy Ghost. Of the Holy Ghost. Come upon me. Come upon me. Right now. Right now. Right now. Right now. Not from today. From today. I will walk. I will walk. I will walk. I will walk. In obedience. In obedience. In obedience. In obedience. To your word. To your word. And your instructions. To your instructions. Lift up your voice and pray. The spirit of obedience is coming over this generation because the word of God must prevail. The word of God must prevail in our lives. The word of God at your word, at thy word. It doesn't matter how difficult it is by the spirit of obedience at your word. Come on and pray, come on and pray. Before I continue, let me see behind those who, who can pray in tongues. Let me see behind those who don't pray in tongues. You don't pray in tongues. I'll be very, uh, very, I'm surprised because this place, you, you don't pray in tongues. Let me see my hands. You don't pray in tongues. One. Oh, please, hands up. One, two, three. Okay, come forward quickly. Because where we are going to, we have to be one in the spirit. In prayer. Please. If you don't speak in tongues, it's a gift. It's a gift from God. If you have accepted Jesus as your Lord and personal Savior, you should be able to speak in tongues. It comes as a gift. And by that you will receive.
I will do this quickly, then we will all pray. Because in the next few minutes, the Holy Ghost is going to baptize people. You are going to be strangely obedient. Amen. You see? The difficulty we have in this generation is the, is, it's the spirit of disobedience. The spirit of disobedience. We are going to pray. So, so you don't speak in tongues? Alright. It is a gift from, from God. If you believe in Jesus, he gives you the gift of speaking in tongues. He places the Holy Ghost in your heart. And there's an expression or there's a proof that, that you have it by speaking in tongues. It doesn't come in a language you understand. It is not a language you understand or anybody who understands. The Bible is saying that we speak in tongues. When we speak in tongues, we speak not unto men but unto God. And in the spirit, we speak what? Mysteries. It's a gift. So please put your, your, your marks down. Eh? No, no, don't worry. Put your marks down. Are you ready to, to receive it? You see, a gift is given, but until it, it is received, you don't have it. Are you ready to receive this gift of, of the Holy Spirit? Are you ready? Are you ready? You are going to begin to speak in tongues in the next two minutes. Then you just join us. Then we'll, we'll pray. Those who are sitting, please be on your feet. I want, I want just one, one, one uh, worshiper on stage. One... One worshiper on stage quickly, please. Then we continue to pray. Let me do this quickly. One worshiper on stage. All right. So all those, all those here, please, please, I mean, stretch forth your hand towards them. Please come here. You don't see you. Come, come, come. Quickly, 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 quickly. We have about, about 20 minutes to go. Please, is it... Uh, this uh, this time is it is it uh, right? It's correct. Uh, <laughs> I want to be sure, of course. So it's four thirty-seven. Good. So in the next two minutes, the Holy Spirit will, will come upon you and will give you the gift of speaking in tongues. Then you join us. All those who can speak in tongues, please stretch out your hands, close your eyes. It's amazing how I, I'm seeing young people. I know that this place they will cook you to pray in tongues. It's a place that we, we cook people here. We pray talks. Yeah. Stretch out your hands towards them. You ask that the Holy Spirit will come upon them. And that their tongue will be loosed. And they will speak in unknown tongues. That the Holy Spirit will come into them. Into their hearts. And, and there will be a manifestation of the speaking in tongues. Lift up your voice and pray. Let me hear prayers. Stretch out your hand towards them. Stretch out your hands towards them. Don't now, now open your mouth and pray. Don't speak in, in any language you understand. Yeah. Receive it. You see the baptism of the Holy Spirit, yes. Speak it. Speak it. Open your mouth. Don't be afraid. Yes. Open your mouth. It's coming over by you. Yes. Don't speak in any language you understand. 
Don't stop, open your mouth and pray. Don't stop praying. Don't stop praying. Open your mouth and pray. Salagatayata. Close your eyes and pray. Close your eyes and pray. Don't be afraid. Don't be afraid. That is it. That is it. Yes, that is it. You have received it. You have received it. I saw all over the coast. You have received it. Pray, pray, pray. Don't be afraid. Yes. Pray, pray. Don't be afraid. The Lord will in your tongue. Receive it. Come on and pray. Yes. Pray, pray. Pray now. Yes. Kato, kata. La pasata. Sata balabata. Bola balabababayas. Aya balabagasaya. Lokala balabalabas. Asala balabatapas. Andala bataba. Masola balabas. Let's clap onto the Lord. They have both received it. Please take your seat and don't stop praying. We are going to pray for the next 10 minutes. Don't stop. 10 minutes. Don't stop. Clap your hands unto God. They have joined us now. The glory of God, the grace of God has been extended unto them. Clap your hands and celebrate the blessings of God, the grace of God. Everybody look on the screen. Isaiah chapter 32 verse 15. We are going to pray. 10 minutes non-stop in the speaking in the language of the Holy Spirit. Isaiah 32, verse 15. Please put it on the screen quickly. The Bible said, until the Spirit is poured upon us from on high, and the wilderness becomes a fruitful field, and the fruitful field is counted as a forest, which means that when the Holy Ghost comes upon a man, he changes the state of a man, from a wilderness into a fruitful field and from a fruitful field into a forest which means that in the forest there are many trees there's abundance there is grace there is flourishing the future of a man who has received an outpour of the holy spirit is glorious you are going to pray that as you receive the spirit of obedience the holy ghost that makes a wilderness becomes a forest. You see, when you go into a forest, you will not see one tree. It means that there's coming a time when we come into your family, we're going to see doctors, lawyers, engineers, great spirit of God is coming upon you and it's going to start from you. Lift up your right and say the name of Jesus. I receive. Shout I receive. The outpour of the Holy Ghost. You see, in this prayer, I want you to move and feel free. Move from your chair and feel free. Say, I receive. I receive. Close your eyes and shout, I receive. I receive. The outpour. The outpour. Of the Holy Ghost. Of the Holy Ghost. That changes. I receive. The outpour. The outpour. Of the Holy Ghost. The Holy that transforms. That transforms. Right now. Lift up your voice and pray. Let me hear some prayers. Let me hear some prayers. Sakala balabalabalabas. Lapalabacapalaba. Ayapalabacapalabacapa. Somebody pray. Feel free and move around. Say, Lord, upon my family, Lebeka. Asadabalaba. Receive. 
receive the outpour of the Holy Ghost that takes a man into another man. Receive the outpour of the Holy Ghost. We cannot do it without the outpour of the Holy Ghost. Come on and pray. He the Holy Ghost is coming upon us in power, in fire, in power, and 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 in fire. Something about you is changing. Something about your academics is changing. Something about your life is changing. For some of you, an anointing is coming upon you. For some of you, there's a gift from the Holy Place your right hand on your head and say, Lord, the power academics, the power that transforms a small destiny into a glorious destiny, the power that transforms a small boy, a small girl into a mighty man of valor, into a mighty woman of virtue. I I the power Jesus, whatever is lost in your family, whatever is lost in your academics, whatever gifting is lost in your life, whatever asataba at the word of God is coming in abundance, is coming in abundance. Come on and pray. In the Lord is blessing you with anointings, anointings, and giftings of the Holy Ghost. For some of you, the Lord is strengthening you. The Lord is lifting you. Come on and pray. Say, Lord, my life will not be the same. My family will not be the same. My academics will not be the same. My education will not be the same. My glory will not be the same. I namasata, ayapatapa. Something from heaven is coming upon us. Something from heaven is coming upon us to transform the least into an abundance. To transform the least, the Bible said, the least amongst you will become a thousand in the name of Jesus. There is coming a net breaking anointing, a net breaking anointing flooding this place. Come on and pray. I am I am I am I am I 
Your life will not be the same. Your life will not be the same. Whatever you want God to give you is coming. Whatever you want from God, whatever you want from God is coming over your life. Yes, yes, yes. I see the glory of God resting upon some people. I see the power of God rising into us. You know be the same every timidity every fear every lukewarmness whatever that causes you to stay in the back is causing is leaving you right now every bondage of sin every hold of sin the Lord is breaking it. The Lord is breaking it. The hold of sin. The hold of fornication. The hold of sin. Immorality is breaking it. Whatever sin that does not cause us to see the glory of God is breaking. Is breaking by the power from on high. Come on and pray. Come on and pray. Come on and pray. Five minutes more. Five minutes more. Push in prayer. Your glory, the future of your destiny is coming into glory. Something beautiful is coming from your life. In the name of Jesus. Something glorious is coming from your life. In the name of Jesus. People will hear your name and they'll be glad. People will hear your exploits and be glad. Anyone at the sound of my voice, the power of God that causes a life to do exploits is coming, is coming. It's coming. Here, power. Here, power. Here, power. Five minutes more. Push in prayer. Push in prayer. Push in prayer. Push in prayer. Walk around. Feel free to walk around. Feel free to walk around. Move from your chest. Move from your chest. Move from your chest and walk around. Can you hear me? Move from your chest and walk around. Move from your chest and walk around. Move from your chest and walk around and pray and say, Lord, in the name of Jesus, the power of the Holy Ghost that transforms the life of your people. Come on and pray, come on and pray. Four minutes more, four minutes more. Four minutes more. Don't get tired, don't get tired. It's a prayer retreat. We are waiting on God in prayer. Somebody clap your hands and pray. Clap your hands and pray. The fire of God that transforms a life. The power of God that elevates a man's academics. The power of God that causes a man to see glory in his family. Glory in his life. Yeah, 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 yeah. 
Clap your hands and receive the fire of God that sets a man's life ablaze. For some of you, the gifting of God is coming alive. I Close your eyes, close your eyes and receive the power of God from on high. Your destiny transform your life. There's boldness. Boldness is coming to somebody. Boldness. Every fear is leaving you. The spirit of divinity is leaving you. Somebody, the power of God is bringing boldness. 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 Boldness.